Well, hello everyone. Thanks for joining us today with the Word of God. We want to start, of course, by praying over our offering. Uh, when the uh, body of Christ gives, it's a holy thing because it's promoting the kingdom of God, and which translates into souls, which translates into the Lord's church, which is you and me advancing. So uh, the Lord receives your faith. Mortal men receive your finances for the sake of the kingdom. But the Lord honors your giving in faith. So let's just pray here as we thank you for your faithfulness in giving. Uh, it's so important. Uh, and uh, it shows that we are depending on Jesus for the, our future days and our finances. Father God, we just thank you for the givers today, Lord God, that are taking the time to give electronically or mail it in, Lord, or bring it to church physically. That, Father God, their finances would be greatly blessed today, Father that Jesus is Lord over their finances today and in the days ahead, that, Father God, you know how to bring them the good things, Lord, and that they would taste, Father, and have an abundance for every good work in the kingdom in these days ahead. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name, again declaring Jesus is Lord over our finances. And we thank you, Lord God, this is a holy offering unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we are in a Sunday series, we'll be for some time now, on knowing by His name. I like that. We were going to call this the redemptive names of God, and I think it was Pastor James who suggested that the name, knowing by His name. Love it. Love that name. Uh, it's a series on the redemptive names of Jehovah, and uh, we call them redemptive names because they're a foreshadow of Jesus' earth walk, His ministry, when He buys us back from bondage and redeems us. Uh, all mankind being in bondage to Adam's sin and uh, being brought back by the precious blood of Jesus. Uh, he restores us to everything the devil stole from Adam. So each of these names are a picture of how God has bought us back from something we could not have provided for ourselves apart from the Lord. So today I have the honor of speaking on the Lord your healer, one of my favorite topics. Let's pray. Father God, we invite Holy Spirit to teach us today, our true teacher, that, Father, I would not be in your way, that Holy Spirit would come through me and uh, speak words, Father, of spiritual content to the hearts of the folks listening, that, Lord God, we would take something from here uh, that would be with us, Lord, all our days, the truth of your word, our Lord Jesus, our healer. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the Lord, our healer, on your fill-in-the-blank handout here, uh, if you have those, I hope you do. The very first one is, in Hebrew, this is called Jehovah Rapha, R-A-P-H-A. Another uh, English translation could be Rophe, R-O-P-H-E. Either one. Rapha is the most common. Uh, it comes from Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. And my scriptures today, I think, are all New King James Version. And it says, If you will diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, and I am the Lord who heals you. And there, of course, is Jehovah Rapha. More literally, it might be in Hebrew, the Lord who heals, or it could be even translated, Jehovah my health. I like that. Uh, Egypt, of course, is a picture of the world without a covenant with God. Uh, it's a picture of unredeemed mankind. And uh, healing comes, of course, through his covenant 
and through his covenant people. How about that? So uh, this, is a, this is a covenant word for sure, a result of being in covenant with the Lord God. And Jesus, of course, is Jehovah God. Jehovah, the second person of the Trinity, without a body. Here when Jesus came to take on a body, Jehovah takes on a body to redeem his people. And uh, so sickness and disease, we really have to remember, is a result of Adam's fall. And Adam's sin, and they are an outward evidence of the nature of spiritual death that is in mankind. Uh, a lot of people don't realize one definition of the word mortal. We, we throw that around like, well, I'm only mortal. Mortal, one definition is death doomed. That means the body will die. Uh, I know that doesn't sound like good news, but uh, when we think about it, uh, our, the fullness of our redemption, as soon as we get born again, we get, we get a recreated human spirit. You don't get a new soul, mind, intellect, personality, emotions, decision-making, that we renew in the Word of God every day, this side of heaven. And then we have the promise one day of a new body, the fullness of our redemption. So, of course, we learn in the Word of God that um, death has no victory over us. Jesus has conquered it for you and me, that we slip into eternal glory. As if you take your clothes off, throw the suit off, you leave your earth suit behind, you enter through the veil into glory. And that's such a cool thought, because this side of heaven, we must walk by faith. I have nothing in the natural to convince me of that, but I have everything in the Word of God to that I put faith in. So this side of heaven, we're required to walk by faith. So spiritual death is a big issue, and Jesus dealt with this on the cross. Uh, when God desired here to uh, redeem his man, uh, he uh, declared to uh, redeem him uh, from the, uh, Adam's sin that he was lost to, and he desired to save man first spiritually and then eradicate the nature of spiritual death and then its effects. Jesus takes on this at the cross, something we could not have done for ourselves. Uh, if we put our faith in his final work, Jesus tells us in the Gospels, we pass out of judgment. Isn't that good to know? We pass out of judgment because Jesus became my judgment if I would put my faith in his work. That's really good news. So many people fear the judgment of God when they make mistakes. We pass out of judgment. And if you truly know the Lord your God, you don't want to be displeasing to him. So we pass out of judgment. One day we are judged based on rewards in, that what we would receive in the heavenlies after we're out of the body, but that doesn't mean a judgment onto condemnation, just a judgment based on what we've done for or not for him in the body. So... Um, Jesus deals with the results of man's sin and brings us healing and well-being this side of heaven if our faith would be in him. Something we would only touch in the next lifetime, our, our expanse of our life in eternity, but he gives us now a touch of eternity here this side of heaven in the area of healing. So let's look here at Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 14. Here, Jeremiah is uh, speaking forth. And you know, the prophetic word here from Jeremiah, I think is speaking of all mankind. Uh, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Very important verse. Why? Notice, healing and salvation are in the same verse. That's prophetic of what Jesus would do at the cross. Uh, spiritual salvation and physical healing are seen together as the will of God. Physical disease has spiritual origins. 
and the origins of sin are its uh, cause. Uh, on your uh, fill-in-the-blank handout here, it says, Jesus, the Jehovah Rapha, at the cross, dealt with both sin and sickness for us. Got to get that. The atonement is not just based on uh, uh, a salvation and a redemption from sin. Sin and sickness are created, if you, uh, are, 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 are together and dealt with. Um, if you remember, those of you who know about the high priest in the Old Testament, he had the ephod on his um, chest and it held, had two stones on each shoulder that held it. Two stones represent the twofold redemption, redemption from sin and sickness. Now this is a really big topic just for a, a short Sunday morning message here that we would bring. So it just so happens last Wednesday intentionally I had the Wednesday night sermon which really was a teaching on Isaiah 53, why healing is in the atonement. Uh, we learned from Isaiah 53 that sin and sickness are related in the human condition and the Lord dealt with them both on the cross. So there is healing in the atonement. To reject that is not to understand what the Word of God is bringing us at all. And of course it's sad there are churches that do not believe healing is in the atonement. I don't know how the Lord God is going to view them, but they're both connected. So we can't go into that today, but I would highly point you out to that Wednesday night sermon, uh, Healing in the Atonement. So for today's purposes in sharing the Word of God, what we need to take away is, on your fill-in-the-blank number three, uh, God's desire to heal us goes far beyond physical healing. Got to get that. Goes far beyond physical healing. Look at these two scriptures in Jeremiah again as an example. Uh, the Lord speaking in both scriptures, for I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds, says the Lord, because they have called you an outcast, saying, this is Zion, no one seeks her. Then in Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 22, in the first part of the verse, return, you backslidden children, and I will heal your backsliding. Neither one of those refer to physical disease. In, the, in Jeremiah 30, wounds are related to being an outcast. They're emotional wounds. And in Jeremiah 3, backsliding is the spiritual condition of walking away from the Lord when you know better and shouldn't do that. And he'll heal you of that. That's not a physical thing. That's a, that, that's a spiritual sinfulness that needs healing. Isn't that something? Both of these scriptures don't refer to physical issues, but they refer to inner wounds, inner hurts that need to be healed as well. So again, God's desires to heal far beyond what we could think of as physical healing. And you're filling the blank number four here. It says, Jehovah Rapha wants us to deal with not only physical health conditions, but also with mental health issues and emotional issues and the need of restoration with healing. Um, also, issues of healing addiction. Also, of issues of healing the brokenhearted, uh, the emotionally bruised, those that are in the depths of grief and sorrow in life, uh, the hurts and rejections of the past, inner healing. This is all Jehovah Rapha designing to restore us. I remember uh, when my wife's uh, father had passed away, it was hard for her. And we were at a communion service one Sunday at, at Grace and Peace, and uh, she received communion and she instantly received a spiritual healing 
where the grief that was starting to take over was gone. It isn't that she didn't miss her father, but the pain of it was gone. She got healed, if you would, emotionally at that communion service. She wasn't looking for it, but, but the Lord brought healing to her. Isn't that something? God wants to heal us beyond just the physical area of our bodies. So Jehovah Rapha wants us to be free from afflictions, both spirit, soul, and body. He wants us to be free from any hindrances so that we can serve him and bear fruit for him totally unhindered. That's experience a true shalom of wholeness. Uh, why should you be in good health? So you can serve him better, right? When there's health issues, we're hindered in how we serve. Hey, he wants us to be unhindered, that we would be fruitful in the kingdom and experiencing the total fruit of the covenant that can only be found in Jesus. So I can say a lot today about Jehovah Rapha, but we have a lot of, we don't have, we have a short time here to really look at this. So we need to leave here remembering one very important concept also in uh, your fill in the blank here, number five, is that God's written word is medicine to us. This is all Jehovah Rapha. God's written word is medicine to us. Real, real serious that we get that. Real serious. And number six here on your fill in the blank, that we need to be in God's word in faith. That this is for me, believing this is for me, and then speak it from our lips. Very important. We need to be in the word of God or we're not going to be able to grasp the truth in my face that the Lord is my healer. Um, hey, the devil's a liar. Uh, Walter Hill used to say he's got this flip chart. You have cancer. I don't believe that. Okay. You have a, 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 a bad pancreas. No. Flip that. You have lumbago. Oh, I have lumbago. My mother had lumbago. I must have lumbago. You like that? You can have it. And that's all he has for us is lies. But when I read the word of God, I don't hear that stuff. I hear, I won't put the diseases I put on Egypt on you. I like that better. I like, he's the Lord my God that healeth thee. I like that better. So if I'm not in the word of God, I'm apt to believe the enemy's lies because they come at you day by day. You get the wrong twitch and you go, oh, I wonder what that could be. How about nothing? Jesus is your healer. How about that should be the first thing to enter my mind. But if I'm not in the word of God to, to encourage me for that, it's not going to come. So we need to then put faith in God's word that I'm reading, that this is for me. You know, one of the enemy's lies to people, well, other people will get healed, but not you, because you did this one time, or you did that one time, or you're, you're, other people, they're more spiritual than you. He'll do anything to discourage you from believing, this is for me. Uh, hey, the Lord wants you to know, this is for me. This is for me, and I don't have to do anything to earn it as I enter the kingdom of God and know Jesus is my Savior. This is now mine. And then we have to speak that from our lips. Cannot emphasize that enough. I'll mention that again. In Psalm 107, verse 20, I love this. Psalm 107, verse 20. This is not even a New Testament scripture. He sent his word and healed them. Wow. Wow. That's a New Testament revelation, a foreshadow of it. He sent his word and 
healed them. And then when we take in the word of God, we're taking in God's medicine to us, which is healing to our flesh and our minds and emotions. This is the reason why in the Old Testament, God's covenant people were told to hearken to his word so that they would not be like the rest of the world without, without a covenant. So Jesus, we find the New Testament in John, the Gospel of John, Jesus is the word of God. So Jesus, Jehovah God of the Old Testament is in us now and is, he is in us to bring healing to our flesh, to our minds, to our emotions. Got to get that. We have to remember that scripture I first read in, uh, in Exodus chapter 15. Uh, it talks about putting none of the diseases on the Jewish covenant people then, Hebrew people. That's Old Testament though. It tells us in Hebrews, uh, we have a better covenant with better promises. So if healing is there for the Hebrews, healing is my covenant right, especially in Christ. I gotta believe that at core. It's not just something I can get from God, it's what I already have, it's my right. I was healed at Calvary 2000 years ago and I speak it from my mouth. It's still fresh and alive today, it's always fresh and alive. There's a scripture, I don't have it with me, I believe it's from Hebrews, that the Jesus' offering is always fresh and alive. In the original Greek it talks about, hey, it's always alive today, not never the past. Um, 1 Peter 2.24, something you ought to memorize. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we have died to sins, that we might live to righteousness, for by whose stripes you were healed. How about that? Sins and healed in the same verse again. Relation. Uh, to, related together uh, at the atonement of sin and, and, and sickness being dealt with. And stripes meaning the whip, the snap of the whip on Jesus' back that caused him to bleed. In the original Hebrew back in uh, Isaiah 53, it talked about leaving an imprint, almost like a tattoo, an imprint and a blow into the skin that remained. Uh, that was my punishment he took, that I would not be punished and have sickness and disease from Adam's line destroy my life. He took it for me that it wouldn't. Wow. Father God wants his people to be full of health and to have an enduring vigor in their life. Really got to get that. Really got to believe that at core. Um, our part is to believe in what we do not see and speak the word of God from our lips. We need, again, as I mentioned before, speak healing to our bodies. The problem is our culture. We weren't raised to think this way. We have a rational mind culture and uh, we're not taught to be a spiritual people. People in uh, the East understand this far better than people in the West because they, they think more in the spirit realm than people in the West do. Um, we need to remember that this is a very crucial thing. Uh, that we need to start to think this way because it won't come natural to you the way you were raised. It won't come natural to you when you open up your eyes to your close your eyes at night uh, or what, what's going to come at you all day long from the internet, from television, from the people you work with and see every day. They're not going to talk like this. They're not going to think like this. And they're going to try to pull you into their world, which is not your world anymore. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus.
So as I remember, I had said healing is in the covenant. It's our covenant right. And uh, it is a right that we have. And we must enforce it in our lives every day by faith. By speaking what we believe in faith. Uh, we have an enemy here that only wants to rob, kill, and destroy. And he wants you to speak that from your mouth. People have got to stop speaking death to themselves, death words over themselves, and start speaking life to themselves about their own bodies. Oh, this sickness will be the death of me. I just seem to be getting worse every day. Oh, here it comes again, another sickness I have to deal with. Stop talking like that. Stop speaking death into your life. Well, I'm about replacing it with, by his stripes, I'm healed. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that sickness is removed from my midst. Jesus is Lord over my body. I speak that daily, every morning. Jesus is Lord over my body. Divine health enters my body today. I speak that every single day. I don't just say it, I believe it. It's not magic. These aren't magical words. I believe it, therefore I speak it. You're only going to speak out of your mouth what you truly believe in your heart. My body has vigor, stamina, and strength. So I speak that quite often. Because sometimes when I get older, it's telling me it isn't. <laughs> Liar. Yes, yes, you are. You have vigor, stamina, and strength. So we're going to say something. Why not agree with God's word instead of the enemy's lies? Doesn't that sound spiritually logical? Um, you know, one last point I want to make uh, before we close today. Uh, also bear in mind, as believers, we're carriers of Jehovah Rapha to all those that we come in contact with. Now, this is a different topic all in itself. We can't go in detail today, but we need to remember we have the ability given to us from heaven to speak words of life into other people. In Mark 16, verse 18, didn't Jesus tell us to lay hands on the sick and they would recover in his name? And this isn't something only for pastors to do. Uh, this is for all who would believe to do it. You should be doing that, especially this holiday season is coming up upon us. You're visiting relatives. You may want to, uh, you know, hey, can I pray for anybody here? I want to lay my hands on you and believe for wholeness and healing to come into your bodies. People do that. I think it's a great idea. Do it because you believe it. Don't do it because I said it. But hey, we bring Jehovah Rapha with us wherever we go. So I would encourage you today, as we close here, to meet Jehovah Rapha daily by what comes out of your mouth. Speak Jehovah Rapha to other people. You're a carrier of this message. Uh, so can we start to think and act like believers instead of doubters? And uh, you're watching here, of course, on, on the internet or listening to us on a podcast. You can always call the church office for prayer, for healing. Come to the church uh, anytime. We have services. People will be there to pray with you and agree with you for healing. So uh, this goes far beyond the few minutes we have here. This is my life. I embrace Jehovah Rapha. I don't accept anything less than what Jesus has redeemed me from. The devil would love to see you accept anything and everything but what Jesus redeemed us from. I embrace what Jesus has redeemed me from. I tick for it. I hope you would too, because I think that's a normal believer. Thank you for taking time today to be with us.
we rejoice that Jesus is Lord.